0: As promised, my interview with Lady Redneck. How you doing, Mrs. Uh well, it's actually Lee, right? Your last name yeah. is Lee. Yeah. How are you today, dear? How is um I read your bio. Are you in uh are you still in Texas? Yeah,
1: I am. You yeah, are. just moved to Dallas about
0: thirty minutes. Oh, okay. How's uh how's the weather in Dallas?
1: It is fabulous. It's been really nice all fall. It looks like we're gonna get cold this weekend, but it's just been beautiful. We've been really blessed.
0: Oh, that's good. Here in Florida, it's hot as usual. We don't we don't usually, yeah. We don't get the seasonal changes.
1: <laughs> Florida's a nice place to be,
0: though. That's great. It is. I think both of us are in a pretty free state at the moment.
1: Hey, yes, thank heavens.
0: I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk with you a little bit about. I know you just came out in November with uh, "Don't Try to Take Our Guns," but I kind of wanted to start with. Um, You've been in the music industry, at least from your bio, since childhood. Is that correct? That's
2: correct, yeah.
0: Okay. Is most of your influence through family members, or is there anybody that really influenced you growing up that you kind of maybe pull a little bit of their style into your music? Um, Mostly my
1: it is mostly my family. They had a big influence in where we did everything from hard rock to bluegrass to classical music. We did, you know, every style in between. So there's different people um, just kind of depending on the genre that had a bigger impact on me. Um, but overall, I'd probably have to say my family more than anybody.
0: Okay. Um, do you think currently um, that people are kind of starting to lean away from like mainstream music and they're, trying to gravitate more towards local artists or up and coming artists like yourself?
1: You know, I really feel like they are like, um, I think that people like with social media kind of making it so that you could communicate more with artists and get to know, um, you know, performers. And, And I think that it's given a lot of people the opportunity to just kind of connect and, and feel the music more of just local artists. So I think that it's kind of opened up the doors for that. And so I, I believe that they are. Um, yeah, I definitely think that.
0: Okay, a f- follow up question. How do you feel about like the current mainstream music that's going on right now, um, as far as the messages that are being portrayed in songs and just the overall sound of music right now?
1: Um, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, I, I teach music out of my house as well. I only do it one day a week. I do it kind of so that my daughter could be involved in music. And cause I do have like my, a performance group perform. And I just wanted her to be able to grow up with some of the same opportunities that I was given, you know? And so, but it, it was interesting. I tried to get online, um, gosh, a month or two ago, I just thought, let's find some new music. And I typed in just, you know, what's hot right now. And when every single song or almost every song is explicit and like literally to me, it's just garbage. <laughs> no. I mean, and so, yeah, it's I, so a little bit disappointing and I'm actually glad that people are turning away from that. I, I can't believe how much just trash there is out right there right now. And, and I just can't believe that, um, a lot of the American people actually, um, listen to that and, and approve of that. So
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not it, happy with it it's been going in a bad direction for a while Uh, besides being explicit and downgrading each other, just the sound in general, you really can't tell one song or artist anymore from the next everything just kind of blends together. It's there's no real originality anymore.
1: Oh my gosh, I am so glad you said that. That is exactly why I've, ha- I've actually talked to a cop- couple labels. Um, but one of the reasons that I did not sign was just because I wanted to be able to keep doing my own thing. And I don't want to sound like everybody else. I don't want, I know that they'll try, like, because I, I actually, I know people hear this. Like, if a song comes out as a hit, like a month later, you'll hear another song with almost the same message, the same vocal style, the same. And it's just like, really? You know, I mean, Cause are so much talent out there. There's so many um, just amazing people and with amazing sounds. And it's just interesting to me how, you know, the, the, what what they think is marketable is so much of the same thing over and over again. It just kind of gets old to me.
0: So. Right. And you're, you write your own songs, I'm assuming.
1: I do. Yeah. yeah. I
0: do. So you, uh, instead of just hearing the same old, you know, out in the club, doing whatever everybody's doing, you actually have a story behind your music, which I think a lot of people are yearning for because growing up, that's what we all listened to. And there were stories behind each artist that you, I think almost helped you connect with them a little more just through their, their music. Um, and nowadays, like I said, that's, that's completely out the window, but I'm glad to see that there are artists like yourself that are still, you know, music writers and, and um, performers.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't, you might find this interesting. Um, I, had, I had, um, listened to some information where they talked about how um, I think it was in the, the late eighties. Um, the language in songwriting was at about an 18, 19 year old level to where that was about the um, kind of the um, educational level, I guess, of the language of that type of song at that time. And now now they're saying that today's music is more like a two to three year old. And I'm not surprised because like they'll say, you know, I mean, the choruses will be two words over and over and over again. It's like, Mm. there's just not a lot. Yeah. There's nothing there. Uh, Music. Yeah. So,
0: all right. So your song moving into that, your song, don't try to take our guns. What was your inspiration? Um, What made you feel that it was the time? What, what was the drive? to write and and perform that song
1: um you know last year during the the whole elections first of all i started speaking out i started speaking my mind and i have a good social media media following but all of a sudden um like my facebook numbers went from 6.1 million weekly views to 1.2 and I just couldn't wow. believe that that many people objected to what I was saying and then I started realizing nobody was seeing my posts they weren't seeing like they stopped showing a lot of what I was saying and so then I, I kind of you know just kind of thought okay I'll just be a little bit more quiet about it and I don't need to speak out as much because I'm I'm very much a Christian and I don't like contention I don't like and I didn't want to cause contention and it was it sometimes it's a hard line um, sending up for what you believe in, and also, <laughs> you know what I mean, not causing contention and being Christ like. And I don't know. So I just, I was kind of struggling with it for a lot this year. And, um, you know, I, I'd listen to things and I'd find myself so fired up. And honestly, the words just came to me. I wrote them out. And after I'd written the song, I could not get the song out of my head. And, I even felt like there were different times where different lines were given to me, where there were there was a stronger message in it, and so I'd actually would replace the line, and I kept thinking, well, I'm gonna write this song just because the when I write music, I write it just to kind of get my feelings out. It's kind of how I relate to the world. I do it more so than taking a keeping a journal just because it's kind of a way that I understand life. So I'll just write a song about something. Right. But I didn't know that I was gonna record it at the time, and I kind of thought that I might not. Um, but I wrote it and it was stuck in my head and I couldn't get it out of my head. And I just thought, you know what I've got, this needs to be said. And I, I I think some of it just, when I see them taking away gender and saying, there's no such thing as boys or girls, like they're take, they're already obviously trying to take God out of so much of what we do, but so much of it is just getting so crazy to me. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to say it. So I'm just, I, I decided to just go ahead and put it out there.
0: Uh, how do you, can you tell? Cause it, unless I'm seeing wrong, it looks like it came out the last week in November. How well has it been recepted so far by like your normal viewers or anybody else? Have you had any backlash from it?
1: I have, um, I've had both. You know, I've had people tell me that they became fans because of that song. And then I've also had people um, telling me to F off and, you know, telling me wonderful things like that and how much that they don't object. It's it's kind of interesting because it's kind of one of those things where people either agree with it 100 percent or they disagree. There's kind of not a middle line with the song. Um, and the. Quite frankly i knew that i might lose some fans with the music but i just it was one of those things where i just felt like i needed to say it um so i just yeah i put it out there and I, and I think that actually i um i think that it's actually been received a little bit better than i actually thought it would and i, I figured that there was a lot a lot of people that believed the same way that i did um and so I guess that I thought that there would be a lot of people that would support it, but it's been surprising the ones that have, and it's also been surprising the ones that haven't. <laughs> right. So,
0: I, I mean, any, any political statement that anybody makes is obviously subject to any type of backlash or praise. I just think in these times, certain things are more needed than when they are when things are a little bit more peaceful. Um, where do you think we are like headed, headed as a country right now?
1: um boy your questions are really great i am very worried about our country it's almost like we're i feel like we're divided um there's people that um you know believe in god and that believe in in um well i guess there's still a lot of people that that believe in god but it just feels like there's it's an either or thing people are living in fear and they've got their masks on and they're super upset about the other people or vice versa and it almost I'm I'm a little concerned that um, it's going to end up being two different countries, which I hope that that's not the case, Um, but um, it's just going to be interesting to see where we are headed. I, I am very worried because I've been studying, I've, I've just been so curious about a lot of what's going on. The whole woke principle, the the principles that are going on with regards to taking away gender, taking away all of these things. And and I did, I've actually been studying up lately and civilizations they've done studies where civilizations that once they take away the gender thing, um, that's a lot of times where they collapse and it's interesting to me that that is one of the <laughs> last straws of a civilization. is, just, And I when I've listened to different uh, radio shows and, and read things about it, it's because my understanding of it is it's because that that is something that's so absolute, that you're either born a girl or a boy. So when they mix that up, that everything else kind of becomes fuzzy. Like, if you don't... <laughs> Believe that, then you, they can convince you to believe a lot of other things. I'm not
2: sure,
0: or or anything. Well, I know no. Ro- Rome was big on that. One of the main reasons no. Rome fell is just not having children in general. Once the population dwindled down, and they weren't having children, and they were doing the same types of things with indoctrination. That's and they were one of the greatest empires prior to the United States, and that's what was one of their big downfalls. I. Uh,
1: Yeah, you're
0: exactly right. I read about that. Yeah. How how do you, at least in your opinion and what you see, because I know that depending on where you live, uh, things are always a little bit different. Like I, I live in Florida. So my lifestyle is going to be a little different from yours, which will be probably drastically different from somebody in California or New York that's in a really deep blue state where they have a lot of really different policies than we do. But how do you think collectively as a country, the people, not so much the policies, how do we move forward from this point where everything seems to be so disrupted?
1: Um, wow, that is quite a question. Um. I would say that we, in my, in my opinion, um, I would say that number one, um, you know, it all a lot of it boils down to leadership. We need to. I feel like we need to have a change in leadership. To somebody like our country was founded on certain principles. We've always, you know, the Constitution to me is sacred, and our founding fathers were inspired men. Um, and if we were living by the same like living by the constitution and we were doing the things that it talks about then we wouldn't even be in this situation like i i feel like if we could um have the leadership um to the point where that they believed in the constitution believed in god which our country was founded on that would be the first step um and it's not the people that there aren't a lot of great patriots that aren't out there standing up for what they believe in. But our leadership has got to be, um, they've got to be setting the standard. And, and unfortunately, that's not the case. So I feel like as Americans, if we can make a stand and just um, have high morals, high, have high values, like talk about God, talk about the family, and talk about how important it is to have a mother and a father in a home. And I guess. Um, as there won't be a change with leadership at this point, the best step, in my opinion, to move forward would be, um, as churches or as schools, just to really strengthen the family unit. Because if our family unit is strengthened, then our country would be strengthened. Like, it, it's it's amazing what just a strong family unit, if we took, if we made the family a huge um put a lot of importance on the family unit. I think that we would even see a difference in where we're at
0: right now. Agreed. Uh, that's a, I, right now, uh, father's not being at homes. Mother's not being at homes is a huge problem in the United States. And that goes for no matter what color or creed you are, that's where kids really build a foundation of themselves at first, and then branching out from there, from a mother and a father's strength on one on the feel like you said, the family unit. Um, all right, so I got all my hard questions out of the way. So now I got easy ones. I see you just. Re- <laughs> um, I see you just released a Christmas album. I um, did. So it, is that something you wanted to do for fun, or is that an annual thing? Because I don't think this is your first one. If I was looking, am I correct? This is a second one. It is. It's the second one,
2: right.
1: and it's not annual. It's just kind of. Um, it's just kind of as I finish more songs, then I'll put out a and another album so I just finished the second one and quite honestly I love Christmas music I love everything about it and I've just <laughs> I enjoy the Christmas music so much that I do put a kind of a higher priority and I start working on it quite early in the year so okay.
0: oh good your name lady Redneck is there a story behind it or was it uh, throwing darts at a board how did you end up coming up with your name
1: there's a Story, but it's just basically we were working on. I think we were on the third or fourth song right after I started putting out my music, like um, that I'd written, because that was scary. And I'd always played, you know, with the family band. We always did cover songs or we did my dad's songs, and I, you know, and even in a college band that I was in, I had never done any of the songs that I had written. And so um, we were singing. We were, I was at the recording studio with my husband and my producer Brad Davis, and we were just kind of um, talking about my sound. And I guess while I was singing, they were started making jokes that I was kind of like a redneck Marilyn. Um, and then one of them says something about, yeah, like she's like a lady redneck. And (laughs) when I got done singing, they told me and they were all, they were all, we were all just kind of laughing about it, but then it just kind of stuck.
0: (laughs) So that's a good story. There's nothing wrong here. Do you have any albums that you are currently working on?
1: I am. I, um, I am halfway through my next, CD um so let's see every time I get eight songs then I just release another album and I'm halfway through with this album so I will be probably around April or May I'll be coming out with another one
0: With another one okay that's great if anybody wanted to purchase download order a CD find anything out about you where would be the best places for them to go to do so
1: um if they want purchase definitely my website if they go to ladyredneck.org or ladyredneckmusic.com if they want to just find out what my music's about and more about my personality or stories about why i wrote it um social media is a great place whether it's facebook or instagram i've got a little tiktok account i've got a little youtube channel and i'm on linkedin as well um so any other places they can jump on and and of course like uh um spotify and SoundCloud and you know all of those as well so
0: as well good um are you on Pandora Spotify uh, your your music's everywhere or not really
1: it is everywhere it I, is th- I am Pandora I'm not 100% sure about Pandora but I know that I'm on Deezer Spotify iTunes Apple music like every and I think I'm on Pandora but I'm not 100% sure about that one
0: Okay. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time with me today. Um, I will be putting this out. I'll send you a link uh, via Twitter. So you'll have the whole interview there yourself. And I want to wish you a Merry Christmas to you and your family. And again, thank you. you.
1: Yeah, thank you. And Merry Christmas to you as well. All right. Bye bye.
0: That was a great interview. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. In the background, you hear her song, Don't Try to Take Our Guns. If you'd like to follow me, I am at Twitter at L J C O N S E R C R N. Gab and parlor. I am at the real Little Joe, Cloud Hub, Little Joe CC. And if you'd like to reach out to me, littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section and I will get back to you. See you next week.
2: All the contention, all the hatred, the confusion the lies, the media strike. 1984, we're still free, let's stand up against tyranny, they don't want us to know, we are stronger than we think, so many Americans like me, to believe what I believe, we know this country was founded by God.